Woke up quick at about noon. What's good, baby? Welcome into the podcast with Damian Barling, presented by Vibe Health Bar with three locations in East Sacramento Oak Park and Folsom. Vibe Health Bar is where busy people go to achieve vibrant health, and it's where I go to get my green juice, man, my good birthday suit. But I'm going to be honest with you. You may see that this podcast, I don't know when you're listening to this. It doesn't matter. Just thank God you're listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, I I had told you guys previously, I you know, I really wanted to post these weekly podcasts like Friday nights after the show, just kind of sit down, you know, get everything done and 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 then just sit here because it's at this point like we're family like that. That's pretty much I mean, that's how I look at it, which is why I bitch and complain to you guys so much. And I think I did like one episode and it became very difficult to put multiple sentences together. Um, and I could use like, oh, a week of radio shows. It just gets so hard to talk. I don't know what the problem was. Maybe it was just a bad day. So I thought, okay, you know what we'll do? We'll do Saturday morning. Like I, I could do Saturday morning. And then, you know, the day, my weekends are like work. Like they're, they're full on work. Like tomorrow I have a, I, tomorrow, like, okay, it's Friday. I'm recording this at 5.09. Full disclosure, I have a very healthy glass of uh, Terramana. And so what I've started to do is I don't mix drinks, but I love sipping tequila. It's my new like favorite thing to do. So I've got, you know, tequila iced uh, with one of those like big round balls. Chris, if you're listening, it was for you. One of those big round like ice balls. So I got, I got that. I got some Terramana. And then on the side, I've got like Pepsi Zero. I, I don't know. Like, I don't drink soda, but if I'm drinking, I'll drink soda with it. You know what I mean? And they're not mixed because that would just be gross. They're separate. And every once in a while, like, I'll have a sip. And I'm doing that right now. Again, it's 5.09. My day, my responsibilities to ESPN, 1320, Sacramento's number one sports station, are done. I've put together the social media clips I'm going to use for the weekend. Had a great conversation with Chris Biederman. Really excited about the San Francisco 49ers and the and the uh, New York Giants coming up this weekend. We've got basketball games that we'll talk about. Like even I've started like I like Miami and Boston hasn't even started yet. So it's not like there's going to be like I can't talk about that series like because it's going to be dated by the time you're listening to this. And and really Having a, a show, a radio show, five days a week and knowing that you guys are still listening to this, putting out a Sacramento Kings podcast with Jill Adge, who brought oh, and, and Okay, real quick. I, I brought up the Terramana because I'm going to drink this while we're talking. And I want to set the scene for you. I'm in the office where I record the studio. And if you guys have ever seen, you know, some of the short videos we, we, we put out on at ESPN 1320, I really hope you follow that account. It's basically me. I am that account. I am in charge of that account. I hope you follow us at d and Casey also because that is also me. I am in charge of that account as well, and you guys already have you know my Twitter handle. But I put together all my responsibilities there. If you've seen, if you've seen the videos that we've posted, and I posted one just maybe like an hour ago, a little goofy one for the end of the week, whatever. So that's the room that I'm in. The only difference is I changed the light bulbs above me a couple of weeks ago because I needed like really bright lights in here for that camera. And streaming, like the video stream isn't a big part of what we do, but we still want it to look good. You know what I mean? We're, we're a freaking professional radio station, for God's sakes, and we're trying to navigate working from home. So we wanted it to look good. We wanted it to be professional and pre-presentable. So, you know, I've got the, you know, the big bright light that goes in front of you. I changed the light bulbs to match that light, and I didn't want to sit in that. So in that room in which I do the radio show, in which I do all of these podcasts, the windows are blacked out because this room is at the very front of my house. And it is by far the hottest and brightest room in the entire house. So I decided I was just going to black out all of the windows and use these TV lights to light everything. I, I say TV lights, but camera lights. But I did not want those on any longer. I'd been sitting in that, you know, they had been on while I was doing the social media stuff. Obviously they had been on all through the show. They'd been on since eight o'clock in the morning. So I'm sitting in the dark. I have the office door, the studio door open, and that's where the light's coming from. I've got, you know, streams going on in front of me. I've got, you know, the computer recording the show. And then I've got my glass of Terramana and my Pepsi zero. I'm normally a Coke zero guy, but I'm a Pepsi zero. So 
by the time I finish this, I may have just spilled my entire like soul to you. Because again, this is an extremely healthy glass and I haven't eaten yet. And I'm just, I was like, if uh, so I had mentioned, you know, my weekends are extremely busy. And tomorrow I have a meeting. I have a Saturday meeting at 830. And it's with, it's, it's, it's an important meeting. So I was like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, we're totally going to do this. So meeting tomorrow morning, Saturday morning at 830. And then, you know, by that time, like I get home, it's, it's in Roseville and you know that I'm in the Thomas. So that's like, like, like 30 minutes away. So by the time I get home, it's, you know, t- probably 10 30, 11 o'clock, something along those lines. It's like, yo, I've normally had the podcast posted by now. All right. Now I got to kind of, you know, get, you know, my dogs will have been alone and need to, you know, get them situated. And then it's got to sit down and, you know, do the podcast and like people, they've got their day, they've got stuff to do. Uh, you know what? I was out walking the, the dogs after I, I finished uh, my work, and I thought, I'm just going to go straight home, pour a glass of Terramon, and I'm going to start recording. And I'm going to drink while I'm recording, because I think we can all relate to this. And whatever happens, happens. I've got the structure of the show. We're, we're in good shape. And I was thanking everybody who still continues to listen to this podcast, despite the fact that it's not daily, despite the fact that I do, you know, 10 hours a week on the radio, I do an incredible podcast with with uh, Jill Adge. So here's the story behind, because I told you, uh, as I continue to drink, I'm just going to spill all of my secrets. I think I, I might have even told you this. I honestly don't think that I did, but I, I'm going to. I'm going to tell you this story. The Sacramento Kings podcast isn't, it's a part of the Hoopball Podcast Network. And when I hooked up with Brewski to, to join that show, or to join that network, I had no idea how big it was. Like, it's a monster. Like, Brew is building an empire there. Like, what he is doing with, like, podcasting, what he is doing with the Hoop Dash Ball website, what he's doing with, and really where his bread and butter is, where his big money is, uh, literally and figuratively, is the gambling stuff that he does and the daily fantasy stuff that he does. Like, his guys are really, really sharp. They are on top of things. And those podcasts get tens of thousands of downloads from all over the country, like per day. And so I had no idea how big this operation was. And when I started, and Brew has been awesome. Brewski's like, hey, whatever you need, whatever you want, like, let's work, work it out. Let's get it done. We just, we love having you part of the, you know, the team, blah, blah, blah. And I don't mean blah, blah, blah is to minimize what he's saying. I'm just, you know, we have a great relationship. But it's not a part of the Be Heard platform. Like, it's not this podcast. It wasn't Relive. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't mine. Like, it was me working for Brewski, which I love doing. But it always took a back seat. It was always like, okay, I've got to get the daily podcast done. I've got to get some prep work on Relive. I got to find a Be Conscious topic. And then I'll get to the King's podcast. And it was like, okay. And it was always that. It was, you know, Be Heard. Everything involving Be Heard. Now it's the, you know, the youth groups that we've got, got involved with Be Heard. It's like, it's get all of that done. It's listening to all of the different podcasts that are being sent my way. It's trying to respond to all of the different emails, all of that stuff. And then I'll get to the King's podcast. And it was, the King's podcast does really, really well. And there was a point where it was like, people just, they're not going to want to hear me do this anymore. Because I was frustrated with the King and I was, I was frustrated with the Kings and I was kind of at my, end with them where it's like, I don't know how to talk about this team anymore. Like they're frustrating. You know, they continue to, you know, I guess we're just supposed to hunker down and wait to see what Luke and Vlade put together. And it's, I'm not buying any of this. And I know it's one thing to like, this podcast isn't a fan podcast. Like I, whether, you know, we, we, we talk about, I'd like to think you listen because of me. And sure, certainly that is an egomaniacal way of thinking. But, I mean, you get your scores elsewhere, right? Like if you, like, and, you know, you don't, you don't get the hottest takes from me. You certainly get an opinion. I have my opinion on stuff. But I don't have, like, these hot takes where I'm just going to throw a flame at you. Like, Nick Mullins is going to be the greatest quarterback ever. I'm not going to hit you with that stuff. But, like, I, I try to have a, a rational and put-together opinion and present that to you. And... I felt like with the Kings, though, it was different. Like with the Kings, like that is really a fan-oriented podcast. And a lot of the biggest downloads were when things were going bad, which which was a lot. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, negativity, it's a horrible thing. And this is why you hear the saying so much. It's because it's absolutely true. Negativity sells. Bad news sells more than good news. Jason and I used to talk about this all the time. Like, if the Kings win, because, you know, they're kind of a middle of the, they're not even a middle of the road team. They're like a lower middle of the road team. It's kind of like, eh, all right, cool. But if they lose two, three, four in a row, man, those phone lines get hot. Everybody's got something to say. They've got to take. They want to hear. They want to know. They want an honest opinion. They don't want to be spoon-fed all of this garbage that they know is not genuine. I mean, that was the failure of the afternoon guy at that radio station I used to work for. Everybody knew he wasn't genuine. That's been the failure of many people who work at that radio station. Like, you see through the garbage. You always have. This fan base is incredibly smart. For as horrible as this franchise has been, the fan base is incredibly smart. So they, you guys have always seen through that. But I recognized at some point, like, dude, like I've got I've to do something else with this podcast. And, you know, Jill and I were acquaintances. We would, you know, text or tweet or whatever. Like, she had my number and I had hers and... You know, we'd, we'd communicate and different things like that. But when Vlade was, when Vlade was fired, like I started watching her, tw- or I'm sorry. When Vlade stepped down as the Kings general manager, I, you know, she got really, really active on Twitter and she's already very active, but she got significantly more active. And I started reading her talking about guys like Adam Simon and she was talking about different you know, she was doing something totally different. And I had my eye on Jill for a long time. And, I, and she'll tell you this. I talked to her. She'll tell you this if you ask her. Like, I don't think she'll volunteer this information. When I launched Be Heard, when we launched, when, when we launched Be Heard, I, she was one of the first people I went to. And I said, yo, you, like, love basketball. You love sports. And you're really smart. Like, you, you're researched. Like, you're not... Twitter researched, you're not like sports center bottom line researched. Like you dig into stuff. Like, do you have an interest in sports media? And she was kind of like, eh, like, no, it's for fun. Like, I like it. It's cool. But it's it's really for fun. But I do like it. I was like, okay. Well, if you ever want to do something more with it, let me know. She was like, Okay, and I, and I told her what I told her what I was doing with Be Heard. This was before we announced it. I had already talked to Deuce and Mo, like it was in full, like it was happening. And so when she she started, like she had said she was going to do a she was going to do like a hoops and wine podcast, like that was going to be her her thing for the general manager stuff. Y'all thought I was playing when I said I was going to be drinking on the show. Like I'm dead serious. And so I text her again I was like okay listen I have this Kings podcast it has a massive massive audience if you are interested in like really doing this and I know you've got your podcast and that's awesome but if you're interested in doing this like on on what is a really big platform that Aaron Bruski has created think about it like I need a co-host like I don't need a guest I don't need someone to appear on the show once I don't need someone to like call in like I need a partner in this. And she kind of was she she was like, OK, like I, it, it it sounds really interesting. It sounds it sounds fun. It sounds exciting. And then like a couple hours later, maybe it wasn't even a couple hours. It was maybe an hour, a little bit later. She goes, OK, I'm in like, oh, this is it. I was like, yo, like, let's do it today. And so we recorded our first podcast that night, man. And dude, Jill, I can't say this enough. Jill saved that podcast for me. I was on the verge. Like I didn't want to give it up because it is a, it's a, it's a great connection to the fan base, to the Kings fan base, which I want to have. And it, it'll be a little, it's, it's, we're, we're going to bring a lot of Kings coverage to ESPN, something that they've never had before, something that they've never done before. We're going to be really, really involved with the Sacramento Kings on ESPN 1320. But I wanted this podcast because it's a, it's a direct connection and it's an immediate reaction. 
right? Like we promote it. We put it out through social media. I don't have to wait months or, or weeks for ratings to come in. I don't have to wonder how many people had the little meter that, that tells us whether they're listening or not. Like we post a podcast, you get alerted, boom, you download it, you listen to it. And we know right away, okay, this, this resonated. And Jill, Jill has resonated. And she saved that podcast for me. I don't want to go so far as to say she saved the podcast because she didn't. That podcast, that Sacramento Kings podcast on hoopball would have lived a long time without me. I'm saying she saved the Sacramento Kings podcast with me on it because I knew I, I didn't I just I didn't have much left to give that podcast. And I didn't know I didn't want to disappoint Brewski. I didn't want to disappoint, you know, that crew that he's got there with him. I just wanted to I wanted to put out a better product and I knew I wouldn't. I knew I wasn't. And when Jill agreed to do it, my role now became Jill is the star of this podcast and I'm 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 the point guard. Like I'm the one who is is just setting up the shots for her because again, she's so well researched, she's so intelligent and that she is absolutely say and now that podcast is it was good. And I I don't want to, you know, make it seem like it was it was a good podcast. Now Dude, now it's a great it's a great podcast with her. And when I say it's good, I mean the download numbers were good. I mean you guys were listening to it. People were listening. People outside of Sacramento were listening to it. But now it is it is really, really blossomed. Because I know, and I know this might be hard for you, some of you at least, to believe, but not everybody likes me. I tend to rub some people the wrong way. Can you believe that? So in this situation with Jill, and plus, how many freaking shows can I host by myself? Like between between this podcast and Relive and the wrestling edition to Relive and all, or, or the, the the wrestling edition of the podcast and all of that stuff on Patreon. Like God, like even even my most even you know the most loyal members of this audience are like, Fuck, all right, dude. Like seriously, could you could you get the dog on or somebody else to talk besides you? And I get it. I get tired of hearing myself. So to have Jill there now has just been incredible. If you're a Sacramento Kings fan, you really should be listening to that podcast. Again, not for me, but for her. And through this general manager search process, man, she has been absolutely extraordinary. She's a tremendous follow on Twitter, at Jill Adge. You need to go follow her. I'm sure most of you are. And if you haven't listened to the Sacramento Kings podcast, you should, man. It is so, so good. So she has been a savior for that and really taken a a, a, a massive massive chunk like we all I need to do each Wednesday is come up you know we record on Wednesdays we try to post it Wednesday night we have a general idea of the direction we're going and obviously it's been easy like we just had a press conference with Monty McNair a couple of days ago we responded to the press conference some of the things he said and it was it was fun like I I was you know it's difficult to figure out like what do I talk about on these weekend editions do I talk about like the biggest stories do I just is it more like I feel like the podcast has become kind of a mix of like sports stories and then behind the scenes stuff to like kind of give you guys an insight as to what's going on. I don't really know what, like I, it's kind of a mix of both. So I didn't know, like, do I talk about Monty McNair in the press conference? Cause you've all heard about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're a podcast consumer, you probably heard Deuce and Mo talk about it. Like hopefully you've listened to the new be heard podcast, watching the tape, which is tremendous. Hopefully you've listened to Sean and Vaughn. You know, those guys are doing a great job. That's a really good, Sean is a, he's a broadcaster. He's got a great broadcasting sound. And Vaughn, Vaughn, Javon is super chill. And I love his, I love his very matter of fact delivery. And he's got a great deep voice. Like those two have a, they have a really good sound. They have a really good dynamic. We've got more podcasts on the way. I'm excited to introduce those to you. We've got, so let's transition here. We, we'll, we'll get to sports stories. Like I promise, like it's not going to be all about it's not going to be all about me, guys. I promise this isn't going to be like a narcissistic podcast, at least any more so than it already is. Uh, I need to take a good, good. I need to take a good sip here. So I had talked last week. Oh, this, if you haven't had Terramani yet, so I told you I, I, I started, I started sipping tequila. <laughs> Probably not coincidentally after uh, my last radio job ended. I just decided I needed something quicker and to the point. And I needed something that would work at noon in case I needed it. So I started to, like, I, but, but I wanted like, like a, you can't sip cheap tequila cause it's fucking gross. Like it's awful. 
So I started, I was like, well, okay. I started doing a little bit of research because I'm a loser and I like, I do stuff like that. I research tequila. I research stuff before I buy it, especially if it's expensive. Like if it's start, if it's over a hundred dollars, I'm going to look into it. That's actually a lie. I'll look into stuff that's less than a hundred dollars, but really if it's over a hundred dollars, I'm going to look into it. So I started like researching, like what, what is, what is the, like, I want a sipping tequila. I don't want to go buy uh, you know, Patron, like that's just horrible. I don't want to buy something that when I, you know, take the lid off, like the smell knocks my ass out. I don't want that. And I kept coming across, I I came across a couple of different ones, Casa Azul and 1942, Don Julio, 1942. Okay. So I tried the Casa Azul first and, oh, oh, what was the other one? Oh, there was another one. It's the, the Michael Jordan one. Uh, oh, what is it called? Um, you know, I'm going to have to, it's always fun when D'Lo Googles stuff during his podcast, Michael Jordan to key it's something with a C Sincoro, bruh, that Sincoro is fantastic. So those were the first ones I tried. It was Casa Azul, Sincoro and 1942. And they're all like Sincoro's about a hundred dollars. Sincoro has a Blanco. I drink clear tequila is gross. Even, even the Terramana tequila, there's a, there's a Terramana uh, Blanco. It's gross. It's awful. But I like, I like the, the, the tequila with color, low light skin color. Love it. So those were the three that I tried in the Casa Azul. Oh, it's the best. And you take that little top off. It's got a great smell to it. And you just, you could sip it all day long and feel like you get, you get, you get the feeling, you know what I'm saying? You, you get the feeling, but you don't, it's like, you don't feel gross. Like I can sip that stuff all night, get that feeling and be in great shape the next day. Sincaro is kind of the same way. Sincaro has a really good, it has a, it has a great taste to it also. And I was like, all right, this is good stuff. 1942. I like. It's good. I don't think it's nearly as good as the other two. Like, if I were to rank them, it's Class Azul 1. St. Carl's close, it's second. And if I'm pronouncing all these wrongs, Christopher Lau will tell me. I don't care. And then Don Julio, 1942. Like, that. that's that's third. And it, and not only is it third, but it's kind of a distant third. It's it's good, but especially for, like, I think it's a hundred and... Maybe $129, $149. Like, it's... It's not that. It's not that. Like, you got to be really, really good to be worth that. And it's not that. And I started, it was like, oh, okay, like, I like this stuff. And it's good. And because you can sip it, and because you don't need a lot of it, the bottle lasts a long time. So that was the plus. The minus was, we, I was, for a while, unemployed and bored, and wondering like what I was going to do with my life, wondering if I was just going to like sit in an extra bedroom in my house and record podcasts forever. And so even though you only need a little bit, even though you've just got to sip the tequila, I found myself sipping a lot of it. Consecutive days. <laughs> so I was like, yo, I cannot buy $110 worth of tequila every freaking week. And thankfully, my drinking habits slowed down once I kind of formulated a game plan for life. Oh, and then COVID hit, so there's there's that. But when Terramana came out, you know I'm going to support The Rock. Like, come on, man. Like, you 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 know I'm 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 all about the people's champ. I'm all about Dwayne Johnson. I support everything he does. As a matter of fact, I'm recording this podcast in the dark with a glass of Terramana, wearing true story. I swear to you, I'm telling the honest to God truth. A Project Rock shirt. The Rock is my guy. The Rock is my guy dating back to Rocky Maivia. Like, I could tell you this. You'd never believe me. The only person who ever believed me is my best friend, Io. I told him when it was, when when Rocky debuted, when Rocky Maivia debuted, and then he became The Rock. What was it? 1997. I was like, yo, that dude's gonna be the guy. Like he's gonna main he's gonna main event WrestleMania in two years. I bet you. And he was always a Triple H guy, which was astonishing to me because he loved Triple H when Triple H was the uh, 
like, remember Hunter Hearst Helmsley? Like, he wasn't even Triple H. He was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. It's like, all right, I bet you, The Rock, and, and you take Triple H, they're main eventing WrestleMania. And one of them is main eventing WrestleMania in two years, and I had The Rock, he had Triple H. And actually, two years from that day was, or two years from that time frame at least, was the god-awful um, WrestleMania 2000. They, they were main eventing each other, so to speak. There was just four other people involved. And The Rock had main evented the year before. With, with So what I'm saying to you is I'm a genius. To, consen- to continue the narcissistic theme of this podcast, I'm a genius is what I'm trying to tell you, and I can spot talent. That's not true. What I'm trying to tell you is I've loved The Rock since day one, and I've supported everything he's done. Like I, and that's one thing that really, you know, when you, you, we all got to find motivation in something, right? And I find such great motivation in The Rock because, because he does so many different things. Whether it's, you know, being an actor or, you know, being a producer or whether it's, uh, you know, a, a, a big, you know, block, whether it's, you know, San Andreas or, or, or Fast and Furious or it's Ballers, like it's a TV show or it's his own, you know, it's, it's, it's a Seven Bucks Productions or it's Terramana or it's the XFL. Like he's, he, he, he's got his hand in everything. And it's like, I love that. Like he, he, I, I once, he, he had a quote in, I don't even know why I'm thinking. I'm an, I think it was fortune magazine. It was something like that. Him and his, his ex-wife, Danny Garcia, who's his business partner. They, they did a, like a, a joint interview and I don't, I think it was maybe like Terramana time, Terramana launch time. It's like, you know, what is your, like, what is your, like, what do you, like, what is your thing? What, 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 like, what is your calling? And Danny had an answer right away. And she was like, well, it's, I, I, I want to lead and direct. And like, she had all the, and, and she didn't mean direct, like a movie direct. She meant like direct. I want to direct where stuff goes, like the orchestrator, like the maestro. And the rock was like, man, I don't know. And then he went back to it and he goes, oh, you know what? I know what I want to do. Like, I want to do everything. Like you're telling me to pick a lane. I don't want to pick a lane. I, I want to go here. And then I want to go here and then I want to go there. And that's what I, that's like, I took such great motivation in that because, you know, being on ESPN 1320 is awesome. Being back on the radio is awesome. And it's, it's a weird feeling because I'm working (laughs) after, after a year of doing the podcast or a year, it, it was, it was almost a year to the day that the, that, that the conversations for ESPN 1320 started. It was almost a year to the day that I launched the podcast because I launched the podcast June, I think it was June 3rd of 2019. And it was the first weekend in June of 2020 that the very, very first conversation about ESPN 1320 started. And in that same meeting was the very first conversation about what became be heard. And now I'm doing this radio show on ESPN 1320, but I'm doing it from the same exact place that I was doing the podcast. Like I'm, I got the same microphone, the same computer, the same office, the same studio, the same, like everything is exactly the same. So there's a lot of days where I don't necessarily, I mean, there are a few things that are different. Like I've got Kenny with me. Kenny's on a zoom which is where we get the videos from Kenny and I zoom because I said, you know, when we started this, like, we've got to be able to see each other. Like I know Kenny, but I don't know how to work with Kenny and we've got to have nonverbal communication. Like we've got to be able to see each other. We got to know when to wrap up. We've got, I got to be able to signal to him, like stop pause. You know, I'm still driving this thing. I got to get us to break. You know what I mean? Like we've got to be able to have those signals. It's just, we, now we use them for videos purposes for social media purposes because it's fun and why not so it's been there are times where it's like like I don't even realize I'm back on the radio because I'm in the same exact spot that I was doing the podcast and it's it's just it's 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 crazy like like I'm just orchestrating you know trying to orchestrate all of these different things and 
Be Heard was such a big part. And I remember when the ESPN conversation started, remember, Be Heard was just like formulating in my head. And so when the interview process started for, for ESPN 1320, you know, when we got to like, I think I interviewed, and I know that company and I know the people there very, very well. But like I was interviewed just like anybody else. I had to go through the process. I was interviewed, I think, three times. By the third one, I don't even, I didn't, I didn't, I honest to God didn't know I was going to get the job until the job was offered to me. I didn't know who else had applied. I knew people knew about it. I didn't know who else applied. I didn't know who else was interviewed. I didn't know anything until the job was offered to me. And the first, you know, the, the, the first thing, there are two things that came up right away in that first meeting. One of them was Kenny. And it was like, hey, how do you feel about Kenny Carraway? And so, you know, that, that, that thing kind of started, and, and I'll explain that story on a different day. But the other thing was from, that was from them. For me, it was like, okay, can we talk about Be Heard? Because I had talked about Be Heard with the, um, like the boss of the boss of the boss. You know what I mean? Like I had talked about it with the, you know, the highest level of people for that company in Sacramento. And so I was like, it's really important to me that this doesn't get lost. This is, and, and this is what I was about to say to you. This is the most, and be heard is the most important thing I do. As mu- I love ESPN 1320, and I devote so much time to making ESPN 1320 successful because I know what the end game is with that radio station. Like, I know what the goal is. The goal isn't just for D'Lo and Casey to be number one. The because we should be able to quite honest and the narcissistic theme of this podcast the we should do that easily because we're going against Tiki and Tyranny for God's sake like I know firsthand how much you guys hate them you are D'Lo and Casey's audience you know what I mean like I know how much the Sacramento audience hates national programming hates Tiki and Tyranny hates like Jason Deuce and Mo used to be there. The lowdown used to be there. You know, the, the, the rise guys had some time there. You know, slightly different time. So I'm kind of still the same. At least for an hour. Like you're used local. I want to hear about my Kings. 49ers, Raiders. A little bit of the A's, a little bit of the Giants. I want my talent. I want to be in, I want that local perspective on the national story. Hey, I ran into D'Lo and Kenny at, at, at the Kings. I want to hear them talk about something. Hey, I ran into, uh, you know, Jay Ross and Doug. Like, I want to hear their 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 take on something. And that's like I like I we should be able to be number one easily. But that's not the end game for ESPN thirteen twenty. I know what the end game is, and we're working our ass off to get there. But be heard is so important for our future. It's so important for the future of this industry. And I'm not saying like. Be Heard is going to birth the next generation of sports media or birth the next generation of broadcasters. What I'm saying is we want to give the next generation of broadcasters an opportunity, which is why Sean and Vaughn are on this radio station. Sean, he did, he did the, 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 the journalism and broadcasting department at, at Sac State, his, his time there, and he can't get in the door. Because the door that you normally use in those situations to get in has been closed for years. I've always been lead to believe, led to believe, some, most, some people don't believe it, most people don't believe it. I've always been led to believe our show on, on the other radio station was eliminated because of budget reduction. Okay, we'll find out in time if that is actually true. But that's what I've always been led to believe. But that happens so often around media companies. It happens in every media company, every single one. If one company is cutting their budget, another company is cutting their budget. And now can you imagine all of the, like it is amazing. It is mind boggling. I got a job in media during a pandemic. I got a job in sports media. When very little, actually June, right? That or, or yeah, June. I got a job in sports media when no sports were happening 
Like, I'm super grateful for that. But once we get out of this pandemic, even the companies that are touting, we have not fired anybody. And I assure you, there are companies that are touting that. They're going to start firing some motherfuckers. Because they're going to start looking at that big-ass red number that is going to appear on their budget line come December, you know, whatever it, end of the fiscal year is. It's not December, like it's, but you, you know what I'm talking about. They're going to look at that and go, ah, okay. Yeah, we really don't need this guy anymore. Well, we really don't need this show anymore. I know how seriously the company I work for takes ESPN. And I was so thrilled to know that they take the Be Heard platform that we created equally as seriously. And so I wanted to I wanted to mention this. I know I said I was going to get into sports news, and I've done a horrible job at doing it. So please forgive me. Just again, it is uh, 5.43 right now as I record this. And the Lake, the Heat and the Celtics are just getting underway. So I've got very little for you. I'll give you something, hopefully, maybe, as I just continue to sip my Terramana and Pepsi Zero. Drinking soda is a bad habit. And I don't do it. Like, I only do it when I'm drinking. I don't know what's worse. I don't know which one of these two drinks is the worst. The... The tequila or the soda. But Pepsi Zero is delicious, man. I was always a Coke Zero guy. But when I went to the store, they didn't have any. I was like, well, Pepsi has these like little cans. And I always felt like I never like a, you know, like a 12 ounce can of so 12 ounce can of soda. I never drank all of it. I just wanted to sip it while I sipped my Terramana. And Pepsi has like these little eight ounce cans and it's all, oh, it's perfect. Cause I drink all of it. It's like the perfect size. Unless of course I pour a second glass of Terramana and given that it's Friday night and I can't go anywhere, I may very well do that. But what I was going to say about be heard is I was talking last week about the Patreon account and you know, we're coming up on the end of the month. And I know, I think it's October, I think it's the first of every month that the charges go through. And I and I emailed a handful of people, I e- emailed a handful of people who were subscribing to the large tier, and I said, hey, I'm not going to be able to fulfill everything on this tier. Like, you should really, you know, reduce. Like, I think I'll be able to do, you know, be conscious, and I'll be able to do, you know, the wrestling podcast, if that's what you're into. And But, but just, I, I want you to know, like, I can't fulfill this, so I'm asking you, to reduce your tier. And there were there were a handful of people at the I think it was $30 was the king's tier. And no one reduced it. For the first, you know, a month, two months, no one reduced it. They were just like, "Nah, dude, we support you." And Alan, who was one of those one of those $30, I hope he doesn't mind that I'm doing this, but Alan's been a a, a tremendous supporter of me, you know, you know, through my years on the radio. He's been a tremendous supporter of Be Heard. And he texted after last week's podcast, and Alan, I'm I'm, I'm using your name because I want to give you full credit for this. I'm going to churn the the because I mentioned to you like all of those donations, all of those subscription fees, and I consider them donations. Um, they have gone to launching be heard. They're 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 part of a business fund basically. And, you know, Be Hurt, like, logos cost money. Um, registering the name costs money. Registering um, with, uh, you know, with the state and all of that stuff co- costs money. So I I had told you last week, like, I think I'm probably just going to, like, shut this thing down because I don't want to be, like, I want to be fair. Like, I know I know I can't do a Be Conscious episode per, uh, a week though it probably would have been really easy to do one this week on, on Brianna Taylor. And maybe that's, that's the next episode I do. Um, but I haven't like, dude, I don't even watch wrestling anymore. Since that, that, that podcast kind of fell on the back burner. I just fucking, I stopped watching. I couldn't take it anymore. Like I just thought it was so bad. And I, I've been following, there were two storylines that I was following. I was following the, what was it? What the, what is that group called? Is it retro retribution? I was fought. If, if that's the wrong name, you know what group I'm talking about, right? The, the renegade group. Like I was following that 
because I was curious. And then I was following the Roman Reigns storyline because I was really intrigued by that. And I know how money Paul Heyman is. And I'm continuing to follow that. And I love the way that it's playing out. I love what they're doing now with Jey Uso. I think it's, it's freaking great. It's great storytelling. And it speaks to the level of, I, the level of genius. I don't think that. I think that's a completely fair word. The level of genius that Paul Heyman is. I think it speaks to that. And it's, it's going beautifully. And so I followed the Retribution storyline. Like, all right, we've got some good storytelling. And then, like, they just showed up on Raw on Monday. And they look totally different. Like, their masks were off. They all have these weird names. And it's like, oh, that was, that was the payoff to the story? Like, okay, what now? And it's, I haven't, like, I don't know what's going on. I can't stand anything that involves Rey Mysterio. Like, Rey Mysterio is 147 years old. And now they've got his son wrestling. And from what I've heard, and I tried to watch, I watched a, a little bit. Like, I, ca- I caught, like, a little bit. I think he had a match with Seth Rollins recently that I saw. It was like, okay, it wasn't. It wasn't awful. Like, it, by, by no means was it awful. I just don't care. You didn't make me care about this, and I can't care about Rey Mysterio. Like, I just can't take it serious. Like, Rey Mysterio's... Dude, Rey Mysterio was a part of the Monday... Like, what wrestler is left from the Monday Night... The so-called Monday Night War? No one. Like, it's, it's Rey, and that's it. And so I can't take none of that stuff seriously. I don't want to see Dominic... I don't want to see his wife. I don't want to see his daughter. I don't want to see any of that. I haven't even watched. I'm going to do a weekly wrestling podcast for some stuff I don't even watch. I actually like AEW. I haven't watched them either. Dude, we've got baseball down the home stretch now. The football season is here. The conference finals are going on. I don't have that much time anymore. Not to mention, I don't go to bed without watching Tracy Ellis Ross on Blackish. And even like, like if someone calls, you know, later in the evening, normally one, normally I don't answer, but two, if I happen to answer and they say, yo, what are you doing? Like I'm watching Tracy. I don't even watch blackish blackish. See, I told you, I told you I was going to start. I was going to start slurring. Is it, this cup is almost empty or this glass. Mm. Let me get this last little. It's definitely a, it's definitely a two glass night. I don't even watch Blackish. I watch Tracy. That's what I watch. Yo, let's, I'm going to watch Tracy. Tracy Ellis watch. So I don't, like, AEW falls on the backside. I saw, the, like, the video of Cody returning. Black hair. Cool. I got to be honest, dude. I didn't know Cody was gone. <laughs> like, I was like, hey, this is a cool video. And they seem really excited. It be, I, I didn't know Cody was gone. So I'm not going to be able to do a weekly wrestling podcast because I would just be lying. And I would just be cheating and stealing, as Eddie Guerrero would say, because I don't watch it. I don't have the I, I do have the interest in AEW. I just don't have the time. And I don't I just don't have the interest in WWE. The most wrestling wrestling I watch is normally like the 30 minutes that I'm on the elliptical or if it's a rare, like if it's a nothing but cardio day and maybe I'm doing like a steady state 60 minutes, like I'll watch something there. But normally I'm watching like. Like, Untold. Like, they got a great Untold on the WWE Network about uh, John Cena and Edge. Like, I enjoyed the hell out of that. And they've got these other, like, timeline shows. They got one on The Rock joining the Nation of Domination. Like, that's, hey, I'm with it. That's fun. They keep creating different versions of the same show, which is bizarre. But that's WWE. They don't, they don't think. But, like, that's what I'm watching. Like, I'm not like, oh, let me go catch up on Raw. Like, that. like I ain't doing that. Let me go catch up on SmackDown. Like, ah, that's a hard pass. I read the results. I'm aware of what's happening, but I'm not, I'm not giving it the attention it deserves. And I've told you guys before how much be conscious takes out of me. Not, not that, not that nothing, like I told someone the other day, like, I wish I didn't care. Like, I wish I could wake up and do my radio show and focus, like, and, and you know, still be heard. Do all of that stuff and just, I wish I didn't care. I wish it didn't hurt me. I wish it didn't move me to tears 
that a woman that I've never met before was murdered in a state that I've probably only driven through. I don't even know that I've driven through Kentucky. I wish I didn't care. I said that to someone the other day, but I do. And it, like, I wish I wasn't moved to tears on a radio show when, you know, we're, we, we were kind of debating. And it's so weird. Like, this whole Breonna Taylor thing has been so weird because... It's been so weird because um, I expected a different reaction. And I, you know, I saw LeBron post game, and I saw Donovan Mitchell's, I saw Donovan Mitchell's post, which was, you know, it was, it was phenomenal. And I think, you know, Donovan Mitchell was one of those guys, if, if I remember. Yeah, because he, he used a picture of it. Uh, he had Say Her Name on the background. Uh, on, not on the background, on the back of his jersey. And the WNBA had Brianna Taylor's name. Like, not Say Her Name, but it like Brianna Taylor's name was on every jersey in the WNBA. And I don't know what I expected the reaction to be. But I remember that, I remember as the show went along, because we had known for a couple of days that there were going to be, that there were going to be no charges filed. I have a friend who works, I have a friend who works in a, in a business where they need to know this type of stuff. And the, the, the people in Louisville, they were calling like state capitals all over the country and telling them what was going to happen and preparing them. They were calling major cities around the country and preparing them for, for the verdict that was going to come down. And I was told when the verdict was today, Friday, Thursday. So the verdict came out Wednesday. I was told, I think Monday, I was told Monday, like afternoon after the show ended, I got a message say, Hey, call me like, Hey, here's, here's the message I just got. Blah, 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 blah. Like, okay. And I was kind of, you know, the news broke. I mean, the official, official, official news, I think it was at 1030 our time. And I remember like looking at my phone constantly during that show, during the the D'Lo and Casey thinking, okay, there's a, like there's somebody's like, there's a playoff game tonight. Like somebody's got to do something. Right. And I'm looking and I'm looking and like nothing, nothing, nothing. It's like, Hmm. Okay. And we hadn't even decided before the show how we were going to address it. Like, it wasn't written into the show. And when we got to, we had about 20 minutes left. We were in our final segment where we do the the four on four. Uh, I, I don't know why. I, I always call it that because it's four topics. But it's called one-on-one. And we were in that final segment. And one of the, we have a spreadsheet that we use that he can see and I can see. And I can edit it in real time. And he can see it. And... One of them was blank and it was, it was my slot that was blank. And I hit him. I, I, I hit him. I said to him on the air, I was like, I'm gonna call it audible. I want you to keep going. Hit me with your last one-on-one. And he knew what that meant. So he, he hit me with it. We brought the music down and we talked about Brianna Taylor. And I realized as my voice was cracking on that show, as it don't so often does, cause you know, I'm a, I'm an emotional disaster. I started to realize, like, I feel like I care more than others. Not, 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 that's, sorry, that's a horrible way of putting it. I don't mean that I care more than others. I was, I, I kind of realized as my voice was cracking, like, nothing's going to happen. Like, I think back to Jacob Blake being shot. And what the Bucks did. And what wound up happening across sports that day. And when you go back... And, you know, to bring this podcast full circle, the beginning of the end of May and the beginning of June of 2020 will forever be a time that completely altered my life because that was the time that George Floyd was murdered. And one of the questions I've always asked is like, why did George Floyd's death register the way that it did? 
And part of it was because it was Brianna Taylor was in the headlines and Ahmaud Aubrey was in the headlines. And so it wasn't just George Floyd. It was George Floyd and Ahmaud Aubrey and Brianna Taylor. And so the whole Black Lives Matter movement that really seemed to gain steam, the whole Black Lives Matter movement that all of these major companies across the country that we're, we're talking about for the very first time, the Black Lives Matter movement, when Roger Goodell went to a video and said, Black Lives Matter, and everybody said, oh my God, Roger Goodell said, Black Lives Matter. That was in conjunction with George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, and Breonna Taylor. And I thought, yo, if one of the catalysts behind this whole movement one of the things that we were fighting for the most, it was just, it was justice. That's it. We weren't fighting. I mean, think about it. Law, fighting for law changes in a federal standpoint, they've, they've fallen on deaf ears. It wasn't none of that. It was just like, yo, these people, these police officers acted recklessly. Which you acknowledged because you fired one of the motherfuckers. We're just asking for justice. That's it. Just justice. That's it. And Louisville said, no. We're going to charge him. We're going to charge the cop that we fired. So you knew. You knew right away. And we've talked about this on many different occasions. You knew right away. He was the scapegoat. It's like, okay, they'll probably hit him with some like third degree, some some BS charge that no one's going to care about. Dude, they hit him with a charge. I didn't even know what it was. I was like, what is it? Like a wonton like that, like that, like at a, at a restaurant? What is, what is that word? What does it mean? I had to Google it. That dude is not serving a second in prison. He certainly isn't going to, he, he's, he's, he's going to be fined at worst. He's going to be fine. I doubt that's even going to happen. He's not going to serve a second in jail. Not a single solitary second. Oh, you know, the catalyst, one of the catalysts behind this movement, we didn't get what we wanted. We didn't get what was deserved. So what's going to happen? What are these athletes across multiple leagues going to do when their voices are silenced? Because that's what happened. Their voices were silenced. We demanded justice for Breonna Taylor. My voice was silenced. But shit, my voice isn't LeBron's. It's not Chris Paul's. It's not anybody with a platform on television in front of millions and millions of people. That shit was silenced. Louisville basically said, shut the fuck up. And so I thought, what are they going to do? And the answer was nothing. They gave emotional interviews. They posted stuff on Instagram and that was it. And in reality, that's fair because I don't know what I wanted them to do. Did I want them to not play? Here in the conference finals with only four teams left, did I want them to just say the hell with the whole season and go home? I don't know what I wanted. But I know what I got, and I was surprised by it. WNBA, same thing. They're in the playoffs, just like the NBA is. A couple of teams left, just like the NBA what are we going to do? We're going to read a statement. Hmm. Okay. So they won again. That's, that's the deflating part of all of this. That's why I always told you be conscious was always so hard. It's that line from James Baldwin. 
to be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a conscience, a constant state of rage. So I text somebody like, I wish I didn't care. I wish this shit didn't hurt so bad. And that first week of June is what launched Be Heard. Because it's when I started to take an inventory of what this market, particularly for those who live in Sacramento, I started to take an inventory on what Sacramento looked like. Literally and figuratively in terms of its media representation. And you know, it was that same exact time frame that Grant Napier got himself fired. And it turns out Grant was the first in a long list of shitty-ass play-by-play guys or shitty-ass sports media people who just happened to expose their racism in 2020. But that was the catalyst behind Be Heard. That was the catalyst behind Be Conscious. Uh, or that was the catalyst behind the, the well, Be Conscious, sure. But the Patreon site um, becoming such a, people found me for the first time because people knew that I didn't like, keep, people, people had like an inkling of the, the, the relationship that that guy and I had. And they sought me. I mean, people were seeking all sorts of information and all sorts of different perspectives. Grant Napier, the amount of times that this podcast was listened to for people who didn't listen to it before, and a lot of them haven't listened to it since. They wanted to hear what I had to say about that dude. But I bring that up because Alan mentioned, Alan texts me, and I told you what a great supporter Alan is, and he's, I, I had mentioned next week I'm probably going to shut the, the Patreon account down. He was like, yo, don't, don't shut it down. Like, leave it up. And one thing that that's, will be accurate by the time that your, your next uh, patron, for those of you who subscribe on Patreon, um, will be accurate by the next time the charge comes through, is Be Heard is now a nonprofit. So, and I'll, and I'll note this on the website, but your, your donation, which is 100% what it is, to be heard is tax deductible, tax deductible. Like it's a donation. It's a donation to a charity. We are a nonprofit. Be heard is now a nonprofit organization. And there are a lot of reasons for that. And hopefully in the very, 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 very near future, I can share with you why that is. And it's a, it's a, I want to say it's a big deal. It's a game changing deal for us. But Alan was like, yo, I'll gladly help with 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 this be heard project and with what uh you know might wind up being the you know the next generation of broadcasters and and you know creating broadcasting scholarships and podcasting scholarships and you know being able to help buy podcasting equipment for 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 people who have an interest in this medium and alan i owe you like all the credit in the world because that's what i'm going to do i'm going to leave the patreon account up solely for that purpose and i'm going to continue to contribute to it whenever i can I don't know when that's going to be, but I'm going to contribute to it whenever I can. And I'm going to try to make it frequent. And I'm going to try to make it regular times per month. But I want to leave that up. Again, it's tax deductible now. You, you can use that as a write-off uh, come next April or whenever tax day winds up being in 2021. But, Alan, thank you for that idea because it's a, it's a tremendous idea. And I lied. I told you we were going to talk about different sports stories. Really? No, I'm not. It's We're an hour into this, and all I have done is given you various behind-the-scenes like notes and tidbits while I drink. Yeah, that was basically melted ice. I need another. I need another ice cube there. And I might need a second uh, can of Pepsi Zero. In any event... I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. I hope you've had the opportunity to check out D'Lo and KC. I hope you had the opportunity to check out, or I hope you had an opportunity to download the radio.com app. If you haven't, uh, one thing that we're going to do here, and it should be happening, what day is it? September 25th. It should be happening really, really soon. By the way, I don't think my mom is listening, but if she is, mom, happy birthday. And no, I'm not saying it to her just on the podcast. I just hung up the phone with her before I started recording. Um... One thing that's going to happen on the radio.com app really, really soon is if, if you've downloaded it 
and you've listened to us on ESPN 1320 and you've seen like that ESPN 1320 page, what's going to happen really soon is you're going to see all of the Be Heard podcast on that same page. Whether it's J Street Vibes, Sean and Vaughn watching the tape, Deuce and Mo, you're going to see all of that stuff uh, right there on 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 the um, ESPN 1320 page on radio.com. Uh, radio.com is the only place you can get the podcast for D-Lo and KC, so I hope you have downloaded that app by now. Uh, I got a tutorial, uh, for lack of a better word, on why that app is so important for us. So, as I do regularly, if you haven't downloaded that app, please do. Uh, it's a phenomenal app. You can listen to radio music podcasts all over the country, and it's going to be a great, in the coming weeks, it's going to be a great one-stop shop for everything that we do uh, involving ESPN 1320 and everything we do involve involving Be Heard. Uh, so I appreciate you listening to this. I know this was a rather unique episode uh, of the podcast with Damian Barling, uh, and I'm going to post this right now. It is, what time is it? It is 6.08. Right now the score is 17-13. to 13. The Miami Heat lead the Boston Celtics. I know this is what you guys signed up for, so I'm sorry. But I knew if I waited until Saturday, it wasn't going to happen. It just absolutely wasn't going to happen, so I wanted to get this to you on Friday night. Again, thanks for the love. Thanks for the support. Thank you for continuing to download. Thank you for uh, continuing to leave this stream hot on your podcast feed, uh, and we'll check you out next week. Hopefully, we'll check you out Monday. We do a pre. If you're a 49er fan, man, lock in. We do a game day show. We do a pregame show. We do a pregame and a postgame for San Francisco 49ers football. So if you really just enjoy hearing me talk, um, that's the place to be. Uh, and if you're a 49er fan, that is absolutely the place to be. You can basically find me every single day of the week. That's where we are now. Every single day of the week on the radio.com app, man. But again, uh, thanks for the love, Alan. Thank you for the suggestion. Uh, thank you to everybody who subscribes on the Be Conscious or on the um, Patreon page. Uh, it is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly valuable. Uh, and I appreciate every single one of you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time here on the podcast with Damian Barling.